everybody. I'm Kiyoshi. Bobby Foster. Michael Beveraji. And this is Take Away My Mic. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. You guys, we are back for another week of the show. How is everybody doing? Bobby, how you doing? I'm doing good. My birthday's in three days. Turning hey. 30. Hey. Yep. Um, other than that, the typical, just making some content, playing a lot of video games. What video game did I beat this week? I beat Final Fantasy 16. And what else was I playing a lot? It's a great game. I got a platinum trophy on Revenant 2. I'm trying to get the platinum trophy on Final Fantasy 16. I almost got it. Um, yeah, you know, I'm waiting for this other game. I'm a big gamer, y'all, so... <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm waiting for this other game the day after my birthday, which I'm going to be playing like crazy. Um, I'm rewatching This Is Us on Netflix. You it's told that, me to start that. Yeah. There's a lot of episodes, right, of that show? It's like 100 There's like, Yeah, so this is like the typical show we're used to, well, before used to, where it's like 18 episode seasons. I mean, yeah, yeah, 18 episode seasons. I think there's six seasons, but it is so worth it. Oh, my goodness. That's like one of my favorite shows of all time. Maya, I just gave you the recommendation of The Bear, and that turned out to be one of your favorite shows of all time. So you should just go ahead and watch This Is Us, too. Yeah, but that's uh, Bring longer. the tissues. <laughs> no, it goes by fast. It goes by fast. You'll binge it, I'm telling you. Um, it, it's the only show in the world that is so feel good. That you'll be crying at the end of every episode. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Yeah. It's like, man, it's it's an amazing show. For everybody in the audience that's watched it, um, y'all know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't watched it, watch it so you do know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's all that's been going on with me. For sure. Work, Michael, how are you? It's cool. First and foremost, my best friend's birthday today. Nice. Uh, shout out to my boy, Brendan. Love you forever. Uh, so happy birthday to him. Uh, close to Bobby. Y'all are both. What is is, is that? Aquarius. What is yep, that? Aquarius. Yes, Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the Zane's in Aquarius too. <laughs> Shout out to all of y'all. Uh, it's been it's been a week. Zane stepped out. <laughs> Zane stepped out for the first time in six years. Six years. What? His mm. first pub- public appearance in six years. Didn't he get ran over? Ironically. His foot got ran over by something. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, you said but, yeah. stepped out, but he, he got, got his foot got ran over. <laughs> His foot got ran over because he was being squished up by, by all the paparazzis and people. They they never ain't got no respect. Now nah, my best friend ran over my big toe before on accident, and it does hurt. Like it hurts. <laughs> it's kind of like something where it's like it hurts afterwards. Like you get like sore afterwards. It doesn't even really hurt in the moment that much. He said he was okay but, too. He said shout out to Kenzo shoes. <laughs> yeah, he said paid advertisement in the post. So shout hey, out to that. Fine. That worked. That worked out for him. Uh, yeah, it was a good week. Zane stepped out. Um, was disappointed by the Emmys. That was a disaster. A shout out to their lowest ratings ever. Well deserved on their part. Damn. He's salty um, that break, uh, Better Call Saul didn't win anything uh, in its whole entire run. It has the most nominations in history to never win anything. Yeah, more wow. so. Wow. More, yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah, you can call it salty, sure, but like more so, just like the Emmys is a mess. They need to fix their shit, get it together. They got the bear, they got the bear in the comedy category. Like they don't know what they're doing. It's pretty um, funny. It it's, is. It's not a. Com- it's not a comedy. Wait, have you seen it? I thought you said no, you didn't see it. No, but I know everything about it. I listen to podcasts. It's not. A I comedy. could. I, when it's, I a first, dramedy. It's, it's a dramedy. It's a dramedy. When it when it first came out as comedy, I was like. Uh, it's pretty dramatic, but then I rewatched the first season and I was like, "Oh, it's." I laughed yeah, it a could lot. Be, it could be comedy. 
Yeah, it's it, you laugh a lot in that show for sure. The thing is with the bear, it actually is hard to categorize that show, in my opinion, between the drama and the comedy. It, it would, it would. Be, I think it could go either way. I think that's, if you put it in drama, that would be fine. I think if you put yeah. it in comedy, it would be fine. That's why the Emmys needs to go by timelines, like not timelines, but how long a show is. Like give hour long shows in their own category. Give half hour shows their own category. Yeah, and, and just keep it at that. I thought that's why they put it in comedy was because they didn't consider it long enough to be a drama. They've got they've got shows that are definitely like in that category that are longer than like Beef is a half hour show and Beef is a, Beef is competing with the dramas that are an hour long. That's why oh. Beef like put Beef against the Bear. That'd be really dope to see. Like who would win? Didn't Beef only? No, I mean Beef is in the limited series categories. In limited series, but limited series is a mess too because White Lotus was in limited series, but now it's in drama because they extended it because of yeah, because they extended it because of its success. So therefore, it yeah. shouldn't have been it shouldn't have been limited series to begin with. Then they're yeah. just they definitely they got to figure they're that mess. shit out. Everything's the, uh, the, the but category. shout out to the Emmys for the bear sweeping everything. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I right. love the bear. Deserved. Well, my point was the awards don't matter. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, but if it swept, then what? If it's sweep the wire, the wire, the wire got no awards. So no, but I'm awards. talking about if Better Call Saul swept, would you be saying that it doesn't matter? It depends on if like another show, like if another show went 4 I'd have the same energy okay. for sure. Right. Another All show, right. Better Call Saul is the highest rated show. It's higher rated than Succession. So like to say that like, 0 for 53 is, is wild. Yeah. Like that's, that's, I think the, on, the like only thing I think. I feel like the only upsets, because I was looking at it after you said that, the only upsets Je- I think was... My the, biggest problem was Jennifer Coolidge, for sure. Like, Rhea Seahorn should have gotten that award. I was about to say, I agree with that 100%. She she dominated in that last season. But over the years, I mean, it had to go up against some Game of Thrones super won for, critical Game drama. Of, that that was Thrones the other one that won, I was going to say. They won for season seven and eight. They I did. thought season eight, season eight didn't win. I thought they, it was only season, seven. Season eight won. Go check. Season eight won. Are you sure? Positive. I thought season eight lost to succession. And season um, seven. They both season won. Season seven. Season eight is a tra- that's a travesty. <laughs> <laughs> season eight shouldn't have won anything. Nothing. But I, I do think Game of Thrones. I know that's true. Yeah. No, I think Game of Thrones. You know what, audience? Y'all tell me if there's another show where the last season was so bad that it makes the rest of the show unwatchable. <laughs> like, I want to know because I think that Game of Thrones is the only show I could think that's like that. And like it's not that it's even it's not even because it's so bad quality wise. It's that it's so bad writing wise that it makes the prior seasons not matter at all. I thought like, it was it, bad it, quality wise too. People were like, "Hey, there's a Starbucks cup in the back." It is. There's a star. There's a Starbucks cup on that table back there. Yeah, I really want to know if there's other examples of that though, because that's the only show I could think of where it's like I can't even watch any of it because it's also pointless the last season made all the previous seasons pointless um it's crazy and so yeah i think you know going to the bear though i was looking up comedies and man modern family was sweeping for years modern family either oh i watched modern family so much oh my god is it sophia vergara in that yeah yeah no but this quote you know the guy she he's uh she's married to like you know what he looks like have you seen him i do not Okay, well, it was funny. There was uh, this thing that came out, and he said that um, before he started acting, he was going to join the mob. <laughs> I was like, yo. Lovely. Um, <laughs> oh, no, Emmy's got to fix their shit um, for sure uh, as far as 
like blanking a great show. The Wire got blanked too, so fuck them for the Wire also. Like yeah, the Wire was too progressive. It just doesn't make it just doesn't make any sense. Uh, Fix your categories too. Lowest viewership ever. Also, four million viewers. I didn't even know what was happening. Um, but it's not even like it's not even. All these award shows are are just like the like uh, uh, best supporting actress at the Oscars last year. Uh, what's her name? She's in the the scream, not the the Halloween movies. Jamie Lee Curtis. Her winning over. Oh my! Was, stop it! Crazy over the over the daughter in that movie. Oh, oh yeah, that was so. It's oh cr- my! I just God. don't. I don't understand how like some of these choices are made. But anyways. Um, that that's one that bothers me to this day, having watched that movie. Uh, big week Shout for me. Shout out to everything, all everything, everywhere, all at once. That's also one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, I love um, that movie. That's a great, great one of the best things to happen in the last couple of years for sure. I agree. Um, Lil Dicky dropped. So shout out to Lil Dicky saving the music industry. Putting and ain't nobody that. mad that he's imitating Jesus on his cover, by the way. No, nobody's even talking. <laughs> no, nobody's even talking about that. Nobody's yeah. talking. About- Nobody's I see one tweet about it. No, Not one. Nobody. I'm just saying because of what we talked about last week. So. Nobody's talking about that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> which is wild. We talked about that on. Did we talk about that on Patreon, the regular episode. I don't remember. No, what the regular one. We did. Oh yeah, because it was a little Nas. Yeah, yeah, that was regular. Oh, yeah. over on Patreon, we talked about Gypsy Rose and a bunch of other stuff. If you want to go check I, that out, last week. I got to talk about one more thing too, which is I'm really, I'm really dragging this on as far as how my week went. But yesterday, I spent a lot of time watching football. The football playoffs, the Chiefs won. Shout out to the Chiefs. But it is, uh, and sh- sorry, my, I know it's a sen- <laughs> sensitive subject to you. Shout, shout out to your we guy. We weren't going to go far. It's fine. <laughs> shout out to him walking out of that interview, though. That was hilarious. I don't know if you saw that, but that was fucking funny. I didn't see that. <laughs> he said, You come, he said, You coming back? He said, I don't have time for your stupid ass questions. <laughs> that was funny. <sighs> um, but like the level of, mis- the level of, misogyny like because taylor swift gets a little bit of attention at these games is crazy it's been happening because she's been going to her boyfriend's games for a while but now that it's the playoffs it's super magnified and like there's people burning her pictures. i saw that video (laughs) burning her pictures outside of the stadium they're bringing signs that say like fuck taylor swift there's crazy shit happening Mm -hmm. The the pl- the players are getting like shit thrown at them like on the Chiefs as a result of the fact that Taylor's there and she's what? like rooting for them like it's wild what's happening. Hey, if I'm Taylor, they're paying me to show up at games from now on. <laughs> I'll she, be in dead serious. Like she's getting they just the, she's use getting her. The viewers. She's getting that's what I'm saying. Like no, you're paying me to show up. I'm advertising. I'm advertising for you. Like this is crazy. Like the spike in numbers, the NFL, like Chiefs games specifically, just because yeah. her fans know that she's there, they should be thanking her. And it's like so the <laughs> NBA. A lot of its viewership is on social media through highlight clips and all that stuff. The NFL, most of it's on cable, like actually like watching the game. All I see online of football highlights is Taylor Swift. Just which, That's which is, all I see. Which is completely out of her control, by the way. Like, oh, absolutely. She's not, she's not like telling people, like, "Yo, put the camera on me." Yeah, which is why I'm saying I'm calling the NFL, and I'm like, "Hey, like, I'm just cut the check. Run me a check. Yeah, you want to put <laughs> yeah, me up? Like, you want to put me up on your screen every time Travis Kelsey catches the ball? Like, cut me a check. It's, it's exactly. It's insane. So I just got to shout that out because there's a lot of just really gross dudes out there and it, and it sucks to be a part of that gender sometimes <laughs> i love that um my how are you how are you please let us know 
<laughs> I'm doing okay. I'm reading a wonderful book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Oh, I love that book. It listen, I'm on chapter 17 and it's up and stuck. Like I've I've, it ar- twice. I've already implemented some things. I'm my medication is completely kicked in now. I feel like a functioning adult for the first time Damn. in my 29 years of life. Nice. I feel very stable and like it's just it's just insane like the difference um so i'm just soaking that in giving myself grace reminding myself that like you know i had a chemical imbalance that's why i certain things were just difficult for me to do um but now now that i'm i'm medicated i feel i it's crazy i just can't i can't stop telling my family about how different i feel and my Mm -hmm. mom even said she was like your disposition's different like just so many things like she can just tell that I feel better. Um, and I do, I feel a lot better. So, um, that, that feels awesome. I've been decluttering my room and cleaning and just so many things, man. I I feel like this, this year is going to be great for me. It it is, man. I feel, I remember how I was like, I want to be a post a two week, um, post twice a week girly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, a reality. <laughs> I feel capable and have enough energy to do it. And I'm, yeah, so all of that's great. Um, I've reacted to salt burn, which is actually going to be the first topic that we're talking about. <laughs> so, in the comments, if you've seen that movie, neither of these gentlemen have seen the movie, I don't think, right? Y'all haven't seen the movie. No, I haven't. No, but, I've but, only but seen I'm sure you've heard things. on TikTok. I've heard, <laughs> that's the only thing I've seen. I've heard things, and I, and I know that like Jacob Elordi, who I think is like gonna be just really great as far as the actor goes, is in the movie. That's a model I know. I seeing him in that role the, completely. I was like Nate Jacobs, who like I yeah. That, that's how you know he's good, though. Excellent, excellent. Um, so if you don't want any spoilers for the movie. You can go ahead and just bloop, 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 past this part. <laughs> but I, I wanted to talk about it because I feel like a lot of the gross stuff is overshadowing the excellence of that movie. The cinematography in that movie, the shots are incredible. It's like overall a gorgeous film like to look at. Um, and the gross things definitely are not out of place. A lot of people have been saying this like for shock value. And it is shocking. I'm not going to be like it's it's an easy watch. Like some of the stuff, it depends on, you know, how sensitive your stomach is, but um, it's definitely, it serves a purpose for sure. Like it's not like out of nowhere and, and it gives the main character character development. So if you, if you, if you've been curious about it, I tell everyone, just go watch it. Sometimes, you know, being uncomfortable works to our benefit. <laughs> it's a good, I bought the movie. It's one of those movies. Oh, it's, okay. it's, I, I, I had to buy Wait, is the it movie. A, is it available to watch like outside of buying it like on streaming or anything or no it's on Amazon Prime if you have oh, Amazon okay. Prime uh that's how yeah. I watched it and reacted to it but then I bought it because I was like I want this forever because it's it was just one of those movies to me like the acting the yeah. writing everything about it was so good um and the nasty parts of I powered through. I was like after the bathtub say I was like, oh, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was. <laughs> it just wasn't as bad. Like all the parts that were gross were gross, but it wasn't it wasn't that bad. So I, I definitely 
I think everybody should watch it. I feel like it. the only thing I find gross in movies that like I just don't even want to watch is like the slasher films. I don't like slasher films. Yeah, do like, blood. like slasher films. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't do. They're not even oh. scary to me. They're just gross. Yeah, a whole lot of blood and guts. I don't. I'm never gonna watch Saw a day in my life. It's never gonna happen. I'm not really a fan of anything that's not got a, a bunch of depth to it in general. So like, typically those yeah. are those movies. So I'm not. I'm not See, really. that's why the first Saw is good actually, because the first Saw. There's like actually not that much blood and gore at all, and it is very much like a psychological thriller. Like I love psychological thrillers. Mm -hmm, By the mm -hmm. way, Saltburn, what is it? Like as far as genre, what is the, it? The first saw ruined my life when I was a kid. <laughs> no, like I was legitimately what? like overthinking all the bad, like oh, mo mo all the bad moral choices I've ever made. Like making sure that I don't get caught up. By this old guy and like by put, jigsaw. Wow. yeah, by jigsaw. Like I was really making sure I was doing right in life at the age of like twelve. It was crazy. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So no, you're, said, I, wow. I do not want jigsaw to get me. No, no jigsaw. Wow. The movie saw does not lack depth. That movie's got a ton yeah, no. of narrative to it. It does for sure. But yeah, go ahead with Saltburn. Yeah, what I'm, is what's the genre of Saltburn? I'm looking it up now. Comedy and suspense, which is very comedy. It's listen really. Yeah, like oh, I, I laughed okay. many times. Just certain characters are there for comic relief. Like it's definitely, it's there's a lot more to it than what's being talked about. Even looking at it on Amazon Prime, because I had to go look to see the um to see the genre. It's three and a half stars, and I think that that's abysmal. I think mm. that that's so unfair. Did to it the get quality review bombed or like the like the rating? You mean? Yeah, the rating. I feel like people are just basing it off of like the clips that they seen online. Because I wasn't gonna watch it originally. I wasn't gonna watch it. I was like, I don't know if I can stomach all of this. Listen, the nasty, nasty ish. I'm good off that. But my friend was like, "Girl, no, watch it. It's a great movie." Like people are definitely harping on the little weird elements versus like yeah. giving it a chance. But it's a good. It's a great fucking. Uh, I, might, I might have to react to it then. I watched it four times, bro. Oh. I've watched it four times because certain shit you don't catch the first time, and you go back. It's one of those. It's, it's, Have y'all watched Talk to Me? Yeah, I don't, no, I, I, I didn't like Talk to Me. No, I like yeah. that movie a lot. Yeah, that movie I, was great to me. It was, yeah, I didn't. I wasn't a fan of that movie. I saw it in the theaters. Mm. I didn't like the uh, the clips that I saw, so I didn't watch it. It was. I mean, teach a lot of people really liked it. So teach their yeah. Um, I, I don't do the Ouija board. Spoon. I don't know, nah, man. <laughs> I don't you, I thought you, oh, tarot cards are different than a Ouija board, right? Yes. Okay. I was very. Gonna, I was going to say for a second. <laughs> Saltburn's a 7.1 on IMDb. Is that fair or no? It could get an 8. Like out of 10, 7.1. It's got almost 200,000 rated. Like people are really watching this movie. It could be an 8. I feel like it'd be higher if like people weren't. So focused on the weird stuff because the weird stuff is weird. Like it is, they're not—they're not overstating like the gross moments. Like they're gross, but they're very small. <laughs> like comparison, I feel like to the it, rest of the it movie. sucks when like a narrative gets attached to like a piece of art, and then like that's what it's known for. Like just like in its totality in the discourse, yeah. that's always the worst. Especially if it doesn't like resemble the film that much. Like admit, like a lot gets left out. Like that always sucks. I hate that. I might have to go see what is that movie that uh, the other movie Jacob Elordi is in. Was he in Priscilla or was that somebody else? He, he wasn't Priscilla. I, yeah. I might have to he go watch like, that yes. too because his played, per he played Elvis. 
his performance in this movie, I was like, oh, he acts down. Like, and he's he's going to be in uh, something really bad. I like him better than any other heartthrob they're trying to press right that, now. Um, <laughs> that um, rom-com with Sidney Sweeney's like going up, too. He's going to be in Frankenstein, the monster. Is he the doctor or is he the monster? He's going to play the monster. Oh, interesting. And that was, that was supposed to have Robert Pattinson in it, but I believe he dropped out. He's like better. He, yeah. I wonder who's playing the doctor. I think it was supposed I, to be Robert, yeah, but he's the one that. Oh, Oscar Isaac. Oh, that's. He's great. playing the doctor? Yes. And Christoph oh, Waltz. Damn. Christoph Waltz is in this movie, and Guillermo del Toro Ooh. is directing it. Oh, wow. Christoph, anything Christoph Waltz is in, I'm watching. That's Jeez, a that's a that's, superstar cast right there. Yeah, like, Jacob Jacob's really about to, and Mia Goth yeah. is in the movie as well. Work, I'm watching it. Yeah, it's gonna be a big movie this year. Work. No, I like I like Jacob better than Timothy Chalamet. I like him better than the other little boy they was trying to press on us with all who's, the Netflix who, movies. Who's the other little boy? Noah was movie. Noah sent to something. Sent something like that. Not sure. I know Timothy, of course, but I'm not sure about any him. movies, shows. Like, he was the in other? the All the Boys to Love series on Netflix. Like he's like one of them boys that they put in everything. They're trying to make mm. him a heartthrob or whatever. Either way, Jacob got me with this. He got me with this movie. I didn't. I don't like Nate Jacobs as a character, but I was like, he's a good actor. But like this role, nah, I know the guy that played Elvis. <laughs> they're trying to put him in a lot of stuff too. Austin Butler. Yeah. I like him too. He, but Jacob, um, he's in a show I'm probably gonna watch though. He's like in this thing. It's called like I think it's called Masters of the Air. Have y'all seen like the Pacific or um Mm-mm. so like there was like these two, I can't remember what the other one's called, but they're old HBO shows and it was based like on World War Two and were they both World War Two? Maybe. But anyway, they're like super highly acclaimed and I had watched them. They were good. I watched them back in the day, and this is like uh the people that produce those are making this and it's about something with the Air Force. But uh yeah, I want to watch that for sure. Well, the moral of the story is just just be uncomfortable sometimes and you, you you garner something great from it. If y'all listen, if y'all weren't planning on watching it on your own time, definitely do it for a reaction. Okay. If it gives you I, any incentive, I, like just do it do, do it. You know, we're talking about uncomfortable. You know what makes me uncomfortable? A season 3 of Euphoria for a lot of different reasons. But I kind of want to move to that and this HBO Max canceling everything cuz why don't they just cancel Euphoria? Because like I don't like with with the wow. death of um August and then Angus. Angus, sorry, of Angus and then having just like there's just Did you see so what they said about Elliot? Like Did you see what uh, Dominic creator? Fike said? Yeah, no. the, oh yeah, that too. The whole drug thing. Like I was um, like, Oh, that was just that like that's a that's a what wouldn't that be a liability? Like, and it's not not to be disrespectful or anything like that, but, like, the show is centered around drug use and drugs. Like, if you you hired this man knowing that, like, he deals with these struggles, and then on top Mm -hmm. of that, you didn't make sure that there were any safety parameters around, like, that's insane to me. Uh, I feel like... It's unethical at the very least. No, for real. Like, and obviously nobody's saying he can't act because of the issues, but, like, if you're going to have someone that you know deals with uh, drug abuse in an environment that centers around drug abuse, you just have to have parameters in place. I feel like he didn't didn't do a good enough job of that. Supposedly he's a drug addict too. Um, That's what he said, yeah. No, no, um, the creator, what's his name? Oh, Sam Sam. Levis, he was, yeah, he was. Yeah, supposedly he was an addict too, so it's kind of like, 
you'd think there'd be like a level of empathy with that of like having certain things in play um but just like with things you know finding out about him and then who who's the girl um that he basically like pushed pushed away barbie barbie stuff with that i don't know it's just a whole mess like all the behind the scenes stuff that's coming out they're never gonna cancel a show that makes them that much money though i know it's never gonna happen Coming out in 2025, feels... though? It's, who the no, Why? it's crazy. It's it's too long. Like, who cares anymore? Yeah. And then it's I like agree. Sydney Sweeney's doing her own thing and all these different things. Zendaya, Zendaya. Like, they don't need Euphoria. Yeah. Uh, I, saw, I saw a tweet about, like, Jacob Elordi's lawyers should be, like, figuring out a way to get him out of this show, like, ASAP. Like, and I agree. Facts. I agree with I agree. He with doesn't that. need that anymore. And it, no. and it really might ruin his image, to be honest with really you. Really like, does not need it. No <laughs> way. Going. And the last season it, was not. Last season was a mess. It was a mess. I was was so, yo, I I could probably pull up old tweets. Every episode, I was like, this show's writing is ass. (laughs) Like every single episode. Disaster. Oh my God. First couple episodes were decent, but like the height of it was like his, the fight. And then after that, it just went straight downhill. And that like that Zendaya, uh, her her, like whole episode. Yeah. Her arc. Like that whole episode was amazing. Other than that. acting, yeah. She carried Carried you, you know which episode I'm talking about. Those like completely episode seven, episode seven. Yeah, that episode was fantastic. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't need Um, season three if he's writing it. Facts. I don't need. I don't need season. Well, he'll definitely. It's like all about him, right? So he'll definitely be writing it. And then also, yo, HBO is taking major L's right now to me from everything they're canceling, and then they just announced that J.K. Rowling is having like um, actual decision making on the TV show that's coming out. Interesting. Like, yeah, y'all got to do better. I was surprised by that. I just, I'm just. Not you weren't surprised, surprised by, by that. I was surprised no. by that. I, I was surprised it, by. It's up to her. Like she, they can't tell her no. Like she's gonna get the first call. It's really up to her. Yeah. I mean, I know that's why you know Daniel Radcliffe and all them didn't come back for more movies is because they didn't want her involved in like that. Just like yeah, but they'll, they'll, they'll get a, they'll get a whole new cast who's who's gonna be super young and probably like out of touch with who. Like they're gonna cast like kids for the movie. Yeah. They're starting. Yeah, a year they got to be like. You yeah, know, 10 they're not. Or 11 they're not going to know who J.K. Rowling is. Like, they're going to be fine playing these roles. Like, it's you know. It's Talking about the competitor of Harry Potter, real quick. Are y'all watching that Percy Jackson show on on Disney? My sister is. She told me it's to watch it. Good. Yeah, that's it's what she fire. said. I put it on for Gabe, and then we're all like watching it as a family, and it's good. Yeah, my sister told me. To I like watch it a it lot. Too. I'm mad as hell. They canceled. Listen, here's the I I I call Tom Foolery HBO. I call it Tom Foolery. Rap shit. Listen, rap shit was a great show, and it obviously had the viewership and people. I was outraged. I was outraged. I got online and I was like, "What do you mean, rap shit is canceled?" They had just like the first season was excellent. The second season was even better, and they set up the story. We're like, now we just got all these cliffhangers, and I'm like, bro, y'all are really like, there's no reason why y'all should have canceled this show. There's literally like, no reason why. You know how they like than, give like. Answers of oh, like the viewership must not be there. I call cap on that so hard. Yeah, like how you cancel no. iCarly? <laughs> that's why. You know what I'm saying what? How you cancel iCarly if that's the case? <laughs> like, like that's like that's on Paramount. I was mad about that. Shit I know, too. but I'm just saying. Or like, oh my god, HBO canceling Winning Time that had viewership. Winning I don't know what time that is. had. It's basically like it was a show about Magic Johnson, like on the Lakers and like his whole career there. And then like people were hoping that it was going to continue into like Kobe and then like continue into LeBron after that. It was a great show. Fantastic. 
Um, and like they just canceled. I don't even think like it got to the finale. I think they like canceled it mid season and stopped like airing the show. Wow. I was like, and then like you know like with HBO, they're like literally like removing all of their shows, so like you can't watch them anymore and stuff. Like that's yeah, I saw that. That's wild too. I don't even understand. And then they're saying that's for tax writing off, like um, writing off tax purposes and stuff. And um, <sighs> how do y'all feel about? With this whole, because now there's a huge debate around, you know, digital media and physical media. Um, do y'all buy anything physical like media? Like, not necessarily for collecting, but like, do y'all like actually like use physical media? I used to watch DVDs, but none of my no, none of my tech has a DVD player anymore. Mm -hmm. So I just have a bunch of DVDs that I don't watch. <laughs> but I what love DVDs. You, <laughs> I want to. What I also say, HBO also canceled. Um, uh, Julia, The Flight Attendant, and Our Flag Means Death, which are also three pretty good shows, uh, particularly Our Flag Means Death and Julia, which are getting like really good ratings by the audience. I don't know about viewership because we don't get access to that information, but um, the audience were highly rating those shows. Those shows had a bunch of Emmy nominations. So shout out oh, to those shows and the fans of those shows. I know they're trying to get Our Flag Means Death on Apple. Like they're like the whole community is trying to get that to happen. But um, yeah, I don't. As far as I don't really get into the conversation about why stuff is canceled because it's that's money talk above my head. Like I know it's all about money. It's all all about yeah. Money. It's always about money. Um. So yeah. It's like whatever. As far as all that goes, but like uh, digital media or physical media. Yeah, I buy physical media regularly. When it, where it's available, where did. it's available. I know Best Buy is no longer like selling. Like digital, like physical media, but yeah, you just yeah. hit me up about Last of Us, and I let you know like I'm waiting for the I waited for the physical copy. I bought it. Um, yeah, yeah, I like to collect. I just like to physically like see things exist in my home. I would too. I wish I know like with movies, and I want to start doing this, but I don't like waiting for it to get to my house. So I usually just go like on Voodoo and buy you know whatever movie I'm trying to watch. But I like how movies when you buy the physical, it comes with the digital code. So mm -hmm. like you know. I like that. I wish video games did that. I wish video games did that because I like to. I used to like to collect video games, but I just don't like having the discs. Like I don't like having to get up and put it in. I just don't like that. <laughs> I don't like it. Well, I don't like it. I have no problem with yeah. with that. It's, you know, it's like the foreplay, bro. You just I just don't like having to like have to put the disc in. Like I just go to my home screen, click whatever game I want to play. I don't want to have to get up and go get it. That's a little working, a little working sometimes. Convenience. Michael. <laughs> Convenience. And like I said, I don't like I don't like waiting for it to get to the house or for me to have to go out and get it. I used to love going out to get video games. I used no, that's, to go. That's fair. That's fair. I loved so like when I was in college, we had a GameStop on campus. And like I would always go there at midnight whenever games came out and they'd be throwing parties outside the store. And like we'd all be waiting in line and listening. We had the exact same college so experience. Fire. Oh my God. I used to oh. love those midnight releases. Wow. That was the best. <laughs> well, we are gonna go ahead and move on to the next topic, mm -hmm. which are tiny desks. I saw I, I saw my timeline that Tanache was filming her tiny desk. And God, am I excited. I don't know yeah. if she's gonna do a mix of old and new, or if it's just gonna be newer stuff. Regardless, we're eating. Regardless, yeah. it's going to be a great, great show. Um, but I wanted to ask y'all and everybody in the comments, like, what are y'all favorite tiny desks? Watch this. If you... 
Yes, Usher had a good tiny desk. Yeah, yes. yeah. My favorite are um Love Jasmine Sullivan's, Love Leanne LaHavis, um uh Tank and the Bangers, iconic. Um who else? Who I haven't else? seen too many in full. I usually watch the clips that go around. I've watched so many. I've seen so I many. Like, I like I said, I like the Usher one. The T-Pain one was good. I've seen all that one. T-Pain one. I like that. Uh, the one that probably emotionally got me the most, and it wasn't the whole entire thing that did it. It was one specific song, but uh, Mac Miller's Ooh, like don't performance do it. of 2009. It's the most watched one. Ah. <sighs> So great, so great. That 2009 was a great one too. is like I listen to that Mac Miller song all the time. And, Tyler um, the Creator's "Tiny Desk" was excellent. Yeah. Also, that <laughs> on on a different vibe of being sad. The uh, the juvenile one. <laughs> I like that. I like those clips. I saw that one. Um, and Megan's too. Megan has a very good "Tiny oh, Desk." I didn't even know she did "Tiny Desk." Hell yeah! I've never, she I've never rapped seen every single of. word. Oh, ah! I've never seen any clips of that. Um, so good but yeah i like when t-pain actually sings um and shows off his vocals so i like watching those clips um but yeah i'm I'm excited for tinashe's though i'm definitely checking that out my favorite tiny desks are chloe and hallie uh to start um not traditional because it's like tiny desks usually incorporate a lot of like instrumentals and whatnot and like backing vocals and they're not even in the typical tiny desk room. It might have been a COVID performance, actually. It was a COVID performance. Was a COVID That's why performance? I forgot about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, the uh, the 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 vocals and the vocal arrangements, like it was incredible. Mm-hmm. But definitely my favorite vocal tiny desk for sure. Uh, Cautious Clay, because that's how I discovered him. And that's what I love about Tiny Desk is like a Tanache, like somebody who's not like, like obviously like the biggest artist in the world gets to do Tiny Desk, but also like you discover artists in Tiny Desk. Yep. Um, so hopefully Tanasha gets discovered by, you know, whoever's watching her for the first time on the Tiny Desk. Uh, so Cautious Clay, Chloe, ha- Chloe Alley, Hadestown, which is a musical. They, they did like... A, what a, y'all know about Hadestown? They did, I watch a lot of Tiny Desks. They did a lot of... Um, they did a portion of their musical in, in Tiny Desk, which was dope to see like a musical performed on Tiny Desk. Yeah. Really cool. That was really cool. It's one of my favorites for sure. Uh, and Taylor's got a great Tiny Desk too. So Taylor Swift... Hades Taylor Taylor's got a tiny desk? Yeah, Taylor's got a tiny desk. And she, oh. did, she did Lover. It was in the Lover arrow. I oh, had wow. no clue. She, she did, did Lover, Death by a Thousand Cuts. It's re- yeah, it's really good. Okay. Solid. Cool. I'm trying to think if there's any artist my favorite. Why doesn't Kehlani have a tiny desk? What's up with that? I don't know. I need, I need, I, Kehlani needs to have a tiny desk. I need to have Victoria Monet needs a tiny desk. My girls need tiny desks. They need to perform their songs because they're all very good at what they do. Um, I'd like to see a Kendrick one. Kendrick, Kendrick would kill Tiny Desk would cool. That'd be cool yeah. too. Especially like his To Pimp a Butterfly era. That'd be great. That'd be cool for sure. Oh, shout out to Tiny Habits who did backup vocals on a Tiny Desk for Dodie, I want to say, or Lizzie McAlpine, one or the other. And I interviewed Tiny Habits on my channel, so shout out to them. They were they were on they were on Tiny Desk, and I've I did their first ever interview. Nice. I love that. My, also, my favorite. I I can't believe I forgot to mention him. My favorite, like probably top three t- Tiny Desk is Duran Benar. I don't. Oh, I've know seen clips you, of that. I've seen clips of that. If you have, if you see, I need you to watch the entirety. <laughs> watch it. 
the entire thing. Um, concept, the energy was there. It was just overall like I love when you when an artist performs and you can just see exactly who they are. It was like I'm Duran Bernard, and this is my band, Tides and Offerings, which is hilarious as a as a former church kid. Like, mm. what do you mean your band is called Tides <laughs> and Offerings? Like that. <laughs> hilarious and him and his whole band were dressed like the proud family this very very <laughs> black all of like the church influences but still like very queer and like it was just all so i did not i did not know they dressed up as the proud family but i yes. was like this guy looks like uncle uh, uncle bobby that was the make, first thing he said now. on the mic he was like true day <laughs> <laughs> so good i just like fun oh. I, li I like fun stuff like that <laughs> so definitely if you haven't seen duran bernard's go watch his i'm trying to think of any of the other my other girls i want to see on the time ariana could do a tiny desk that'd be cute beyond if beyonce did a tiny desk i would need to cultivate that set list myself <laughs> we're doing all deep cuts no nothing well known we need all deep cuts where she could show her vocals and things yeah I would love to cultivate things like that. Like if we could pick your favorite artist and then you also get to pick their set list. So like if you pick Kendrick, you'd be like, okay, these are the songs that you're going to do from to Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah. These are the only songs you'll be doing. <laughs> <laughs> the, did y'all hear the snippet of his new song? I did not. He has a new song? Yo, so he, um, his, uh, was it his label? So his label isn't like just a music label. It's like a, I don't even know how to describe. I, I don't know if there's like a something else I can compare it to. It's like he has like writers on his label, like for like screenplays and stuff. He has like writers. He uh, has like different types world. of artists gotcha. and like you know filmmakers, like all the like. It's like a whole. It gives production art, company. Yeah, it's like a art collective. Like it's it's very it's cool. Anyway, they did a commercial for I believe Chanel, and they had like an unreleased. I don't know if it's like a if Kendrick's even gonna drop it. I don't know, but it was like an unreleased Kendrick song, like in the background, and it was like way different than his usual sound. And he's always messing with sounds. It was like very like like blues with some funk with some jazz. It was like okay. it was all over the place. It was fire. I liked it. Um, right. So I just want to know if y'all had heard that because it's like. Because we're talking about Tiny Desk, and they have like the live band, and it was like the live band was like the instrumental and stuff. Um, it's I, heard it. I, was like, Damn. I, I heard it. Was it? Did you like it? I mean, it's it just not. It was all right. I, it, it was. It was I liked the chorus a lot. It was all right. It was a lot of singing. Yeah, it was. It was, it was a lot like of singing. It was a lot of singing from like a non-singer for me. Ah. Speaking oh, no. of singing, voice sounds good when he does certain things to me. Like the chorus sounded good to me. I didn't like the first though. Speak, speaking of singing, can we please? I need to talk about my girls. I need to talk about my girls. I need to talk about Megan, <laughs> the Stallion, and Renee Rapp. <laughs> I, I haven't thought, seen it. I thought you were going to say Chloe and Halle because they announced music this year. What? Yeah, they yeah. did yesterday. You're lying. No, yeah. they said music from them this year. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Yeah, facts. Let's go. Ungodly Hour did not get out. her just drew just no. do. The baby's here. But but Ungodly Hour was the best was my favorite album of 2020. I stand by that album. Yo. 
Oh, I'm excited. I didn't know about that. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all getting a live reaction. I'm going to lose my natural mind. Yes. But uh, my other girls, Megan Thee Stallion and Renee Rapp. Renee, guess who's reacting to Snow Angel this week, finally? Me. Nice. <laughs> um, because <laughs> Wait, I'm good and good and ready to get back in the saddle. But, yeah. I, I I love every clip that I've seen of Renee. I'm like, I love her. Her press run for Mean Girls is one of my favorites ever. I feel like her cussing out random people during her interview. She's just so real. I love when yeah. real humans get famous <laughs> because she's just, she's just so down to earth and so cool. Um, but she, she speaks very highly of Megan Thee Stallion. They did a song together called Not My Fault. For the Mean Girls soundtrack, and they just recently performed it on SNL. And I just love women. <laughs> <laughs> I love talented women. Yeah. They, had, uh, they, they had Rachel McAdams introduce them, which I thought was really cool because the Mean Girls. Oh, that is cool. The Mean Girls connection. The so only weird. Renee song I heard was the remix she did with uh, Coco Jones. That, al- that album so is so I can't wait for you to listen to Snow Angels. That album is incredible. I know she gives vocals. I'm ready to jump out my seat. Songwriting. Songwriting also. She can write. Ooh. Yeah. Well, don't get me. I'm excited. I'm excited already. But I, I like seeing my uh my girls collide and things. Megan always looks like she's like from a different planet. Is <laughs> what a, tw- a tweet I saw on Twitter. Like she looks she she just looks always obviously statuesque and gorgeous but like she looks like starfire like all the time and it's just great to see her interact with other women starfire (laughs) so the performance was really good i didn't see her other i i avoided it because i already heard not my fault but i haven't heard the title track snow angel so i didn't watch the other snl performance but apparently it was also very good renee is also on a lot of festival lineups this year um, so she's garnering like way more attention, and I think yeah. that's cool because she's a theater girly. Like, yeah, I'm gonna go see her at Boston Calling Festival in Boston. Uh, her Luke Hemmings and Sharon is the headliner. Uh, it's, it's cool that she got in that lineup. Really cool. Yeah, she's doing Coachella. She's doing Bonnaroo. I think she's, a, she's, she's doing everything. On, yeah, she's on a lot of different lineups. I'm excited. Very excited about that. Um, are y'all going to be? Are y'all concert or festival people? Concert. I concerts. I want nothing to do with festivals. I'm only going seriously. I want my first one because Luke Hemmings is performing. If I, if he I personally I like, I even there. without all this COVID stuff, I would never go to a festival. Which festival uh, is that one, Michael? Boston Calling, the one that I mentioned. I just mentioned with Renee. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely a festival girl. No, I just, I have way too much anxiety to deal with like that larger crowd. I love going to festivals alone. I'm weird. I like going by myself so I can go see my favorite acts. I don't have to nobody worry about yeah. meeting up with my friends. It's just me. So I can just walk around and do whatever I, feel like I want. In a perfect world, I'd be able to go to like really small club venues to watch all my favorite artists. <laughs> in a perfect world. In a perfect world, definitely. Yeah. Like I love the small, really intimate settings. Well, speaking of Those intimate. Those are my favorite ones. Speaking of intimate settings, well, the opposite of them, I guess. The Grammys are coming, and and there's going to be performances there. Intimate and, settings. And some people were announced, but I need the rest of my girls to be announced. Um, Billy was announced. Obviously, she's going to do her 
award-winning song from the Barbie movie. Um, I'm trying to think of who else was announced. Olivia. Olivia. Uh, Burna Boy. Hold on, I'm looking up right now. Yeah, I don't know who else, but all I know is Victoria Monet needs to be on the lineup. She's the most Grammy-nominated person. SZA also needs uh, to be on the lineup. Dua Lipa, Luke Combs, Travis Scott, and Burna Boy. Yeah, all of these people don't have as many nominations as Victoria Monet and SZA. So I don't know why they weren't at the top of the list <laughs> for her performances. If if I was Travis Scott, I don't even know if I'd show up, to be honest. <laughs> I, I don't feel like I would show up. I feel like they kind of... Listen, I'm not huge on Utopia, but I do think it got like snubbed in a lot of ways. I really do. Oh, there's even more. Uh, Mary J. Blige. Work. Wait, wait. Was this last year? Hold on. I was about to say she performed last year. I only see the six. Yeah, that yeah, you, this is I only see year. the six this that you mentioned. Just the six you mentioned. Yeah, that's last year. I'm just trying to figure out why. I'll say it again. Where's Victoria Monet? Where's SZA? I mean, I would, I'm guessing some of this is artist choice because like Dua Lipa being there doesn't make a ton of sense. Right. Yeah. That. Well, I guess just to promote her new stuff, but yeah, that doesn't make sense. She. I don't even think she's nominated. Oh wait, no, she is nominated for the Barbie song. I guess that's what she's singing then. Yeah. Interesting. I'm gonna do a whole Barbie segment, but yeah, who are yeah, you guys? Barbie, <laughs> yo, Barbie took over, man. Like music and and all the acting stuff. That movie took over. Oh my goodness! Is there yeah, anybody yes. else that you guys want to see perform? SZA should have like the head, like a headlining performance at the Grammys, in my opinion. But like, I don't. Maybe she doesn't want to. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's that simple. Maybe it's not for everybody. I don't know. I would I, love. To see scientists and engineers by Killer Mike and Andre 3000 and Future be performed because I it's my favorite song of the year and I think it would just be cool to see Andre 3000 perform live even though he probably obviously won't do it but that would be everything. that would be cool this that'd be cool to see listen do it um, Andre you can bring your flute it's okay facts. <laughs> hey Andre none that. of these rappers say their words up there anymore man so you could just play the flute <laughs> while your verse is going <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody's why, saying their words. That's wild. Oh. We want live performances, <laughs> live, live Grammy performances. Obviously, y'all know we'll be here to talk about the Grammys in detail when it goes down. But did y'all yeah. want to talk about? I'd love to see one of the new because the my favorite category by far this year is best new artist because the artists in that category are incredible. Like it's stacked top to bottom. There's not one person that's nominated that like doesn't deserve to be their one, but like should get all the like attention they deserve from the Grammys this year. So I'd like to see a couple of them perform. I'm not, not a regular artist. Kind of interesting. Grr, grr. No, that's actually kind of interesting <laughs> that she's not performing. I'm not gonna lie, that's that's pretty interesting. Or I guess she hasn't been announced yet. But I don't want to be disrespectful whatsoever. But I've seen Ice Spice perform. Hey, no, shout out to Ice Spice as a performer, though, in one way. Her breath control is crazy because we're, we're talking about like rappers not rapping. She raps every single word. And she? the way that she, yeah, the way that she raps, you need a ton of breath control. So, so shout out to Ice Spice for that because I she actually like, kills that. I feel like it's complicated also because, like, how do you decide? Like, if someone's going to perform, then they may have like a, a visual edge on winning that award that night um it's like oh they performed That's like they, they should probably win they're probably a favorite or like even to be considered a favorite oh. might not seem right 
Like I'm thinking about like if one of the best new artists perform, right? Like and none of the other ones did, then it's kind of mm-hmm. like, well, they should probably win, right? They got the recognition of the performance that night. Well, so that's, I know that's, that's something to I think know about as well. Eminem said that that's actually the reason why he doesn't go to the Grammys anymore was because like him and other people would just they just call them to perform for the ratings and then just always snub them. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. I agree. The year that Ariana was up and she performed um, Seven Rings and then she sat back down and she did not win any awards and I was mad about that. I could if, yeah. if, if I could have chosen between the two, like, I would have rather her In a way, her it makes no sense because essentially you're saying this song and this artist, I'm putting y'all on stage because y'all yeah. are going to bring all these ratings because this song is this good and then you yeah. lose the award. Like That doesn't even make sense. Well, <laughs> Darren is a like, huge loophole in the whole Grammy system right there. It's Very like, annoying. why didn't you get this other person that, you know, was going to win? Why didn't you just give them, you know, the stage if it was that great? You know, so it's like, yeah, that, that yeah. Maybe That's just do it like separate. Like maybe have it like a make like a back to back nights where like one night it's like a jingle ball type thing where all the artists perform. And then the next night you just give out awards. I'd love I'd sit for three hours and watch all the artists perform. That's very Facts. true. That's very true. Yeah, I like, agree. Like three song, like three songs from each artist, like in like a set, like festival type set. I would sit there and watch all of it. I could see them letting Doja perform too. Is she is she up for anything? Yeah, she's nominated for Paint the Town Red, right? For Song of the Paint the Town Red, right, right, right. Yeah. right. Actually, I'm very surprised that they're, they're she's not announced either because like Doja's performances are always absolutely fantastic. So that's that's surprising. We are gonna see when they drop the rest of that list. All I know is there better not be no tomfoolery going on. Well, who, how many performers well, are there usually? Because they like that's already six announced. Like, how many is there? What would be tomfoolery, in your opinion? Like Morgan Wallen getting up there. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> literally, literally, more, more, Morgan, <laughs> his boy. I still can't believe that. Did yeah. you see his? Did you see his get ready with me? His good night. Yeah. <laughs> and then after Drake did that, Tiana Trump hit that guy up. Did you see that? Oh, the Drew, Drew, Drew Walls. What's his name? Yeah, because the Drew funny Walls. thing about it was, <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he like put out a tweet, and then like I don't know if he felt like it was lame or something. Then he edited it. <laughs> And then he edited it again, which I thought was just, I don't know, that was kind I of didn't see, Drew Walls? Yeah, yeah. I like, see, he was I like, that. he was like messing up game even through the tweets and trying to like edit it. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing. I mean, good for him that he got that because he was getting roasted on Twitter. So good yeah. for him that he got the attention from Drake. Like, shout out to that. That's cool. Yeah, let men do their little get ready with me. I think it's stupid. I like <laughs> who gives it. A, who gives a fuck? Like, yeah, man, I like it. Haters, are, it's just so stupid to hate on. The them. fact that Drake has uh, a deprivation tank in his house—that's wild. Man. He's rich. <laughs> He's rich, rich. I, it was super rich. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Honestly, yeah. so usually when I look at like super huge mansions, I I typically don't like them. I typically find the interior designing to be hideous. I feel like even though it's gig- a gigantic house, typically the rooms are really small for some reason. Like they don't really have. You know what I'm talking about? Like the way everything's blocked. Like I don't really <laughs> like it. When I see Drake's house, this is the first house I've ever seen that big that I'm like I would like to live in that. Like his house his interior so design fire. is. Most people, I like it's it. about taste. This is just a taste thing. I don't like all of the rooms, but like that pool, like the pool area he the has. Pool's that cool. video, the pool was cool. That was fire. Yeah, the, the pool basketball cool. court he has, dope. 
There's like some rooms I've seen, like his living room or whatever I liked. His kitchen is nice. I'm pretty sure he probably has like four kitchens in there. But one of the kitchens I saw was nice. Um, <laughs> and also, he had a regular size, king size bed, it looked like. If I had money like Drake, I'm getting a Shaq type bed. Have y'all seen Shaq's bed? The California King joint. No, 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 no. It's like custom. It's like huge. Like it's like, damn, oh. I don't, like it's gigantic. Yeah, but Drake and I was is, like, that, you know that's what roll, I would do. You got to roll over mad times to get off your bed. That just Absolutely. Like- <laughs> Sounds absolutely. Like I was I spread that. out. <laughs> it's like you're waiting in a pool. <laughs> yeah. I would love to have That's, a gigantic That would make me thing. stressed as hell in the yeah, middle of the night, what? like trying to get up to use Take the bathroom. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What yeah, you mean? Yeah. Sha- Shaq, I get it because Shaq is a huge individual, but like, and for him, it wouldn't people. be that much for him to stretch his long legs out and get off no, the yeah. bed. Yeah. The funny thing is, like, even if I had a gigantic bed, I would probably still sleep on like the edge of the bed. No, for real, yeah. I like the edge. It's unnecessary. But I would like, you know, I'm tall, so like right now when I sleep, my legs like dangle off the the edge of the bed. I don't like that. I, I would like to have just like my feet flat on the bed. You know what I'm saying? But it's like impossible. We can get you a little bit bigger <laughs> of a bed, but not. You don't need all of this. Listen, they have those big beds because they have multiple people in them. Yeah, exactly. Also, they have the mattresses <laughs> no, where that's they have like that's air fact. conditioning running through the mattress. Hell fact. yeah. Yeah, that's literally Hell why. Yeah. He got all those amenities because it'd be multiple people on the bed at the same time. You that's want everybody to get hot and sticky. That's the only real purpose for that kind of bed is if you have what my like air conditioning? <laughs> no. Oh. Orgies. Oh. Or- oh, orgies. Man, I'm over here thinking about how these mattresses have, have air conditioning going through them. That's legit. I also found out there's people that have backyards that have air conditioning like coming out of the ground. Yes. So I've their backyards that. are cold. This, is, rich, this is a rich talk. I don't know about this. Yeah, I don't I, I just seen this online. But I'm like, man, there's yeah. some things that if I was rich, you know, okay, I this is an interesting conversation. What is something that's really unique that if you had all the money in the world you would want, but it's like not cliche? Not cliche. Like it's not cliche. Like it's not like I don't know, really nice car. Like you know, whatever. Like like I'm saying, I want a giant bed. That's kind of like no one ever talks about that. I want a bunker, like, but that sounds cliche. <laughs> I'd want a I'd want a bunker. You know what's funny? I was telling my mom that when I was like six. A I don't. I yeah. I don't know. I why. would want a secret room. I would want a secret room. In my I told house. my mom I had a dream that somebody was trying to. I've always been like super afraid of home invasion. So, like, I was like six or seven. I remember this so vividly. I told her I had a dream that everybody in each room had an elevator that was hidden behind the wall. And you press the button and you go <laughs> in the elevator and it takes it you takes down you to, to like this seat. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, Mom, we need a bunker. What's up? I was like, I don't know why we need it, but it happened in my dream, and I feel like it'll be useful if we had somewhere to go if, like, the world ended. Are y'all survivors like that, though? I feel like I want to be. (laughs) (laughs) Like, would y'all, would y'all, like, legitimately, like, live in a bunker? Like, if yes, you would? Yeah. And I'd have cameras and different things set up so I could see what was going on outside. Hell yeah. I don't know. I would probably run towards the nuke. I contemplate. It's all over with. Just take it. I I want to go out first. You want to go out first, bro? You don't even want to see what the apocalypse is going to be like. It might be lit. 
it would only be miss- lit by fluorescent fluorescent <laughs> lights. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying I I would want to make I would want to see everything that's going on from a safe space. That's all I would give a There'd fuck. Be nothing about. going on. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, you living in the bunker? <laughs> I'm in all these scenarios. I'm from the Bronx, bro. My existence is survival. So like, Work. but okay, but I, I'm survi- I understand. I'm surviving so, all these situations. But so you would want to like live in the bunker and just I would I would embrace it because it, it's survival. It's or would you want to live outside and survive outside? I, I, if I had, if I got an option of a bunker, I'd take it because it gives me the option of survival. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, Man, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to be Book of Eli on the streets walking around. I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, 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 not Book of Eli. No, I don't. Wa- no. I don't want to do that and be around and people cannibalize and all that. Hell, no. I want to be no. in a safe spot. I'm not trying to be Daryl Dixon on season 14 of the. Walking I was about to say, Dead. what about a Walking Dead situation where we're not talking about like a nuclear casualty thing and like the world just ends outside? What if it was something like, yeah, the like if it was zombies? Would y'all want to survive the zombie apocalypse or are you running to go get bit? No, I'm surviving. I'm surviving. You're yeah, surviving. Hell, hell yeah. For sure. You want to be a yeah, zombie, bro? Know. Do you want to? Do you want to be a cordyceps? Do you? Do you want to be? In hey, the that's last okay. Of that's different though, because you're conscious when that's. You're you still don't know what's that. going on though. It's still no, you like do. a zombie-like state. No, no, that that's like the real tragedy of Last of Us, and I don't even know in the show if they actually explain that. They don't. But they're conscious. conscious. Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought yeah, like it like took over big... your brain and shit, and like yeah, you didn't know what was going on. Like. You, you know, like you're conscious, you just can't control it until you turn into a clicker. Then you're not conscious. But like the ones that are like oh. human, that are just like kind of zombified, they're conscious of like the fact that they're zombies and like I they're conscious. So like, there's actually this part in the game where it's not like a cutscene or anything, uh, but like you know, you have like the zombies and they're like eating this person, and they're actually like crying while doing it. Oh wow! Yeah, because like they're aware that they're doing it, but they can't do anything about it. I hate I that just made everything yeah. so much worse. Yeah. I'm ready Bro, like, for season was, two of that show though. But damn. there was a lot of things about Last of Us. Like I liked the way they adapted it, but there were some things where I was like they didn't really get the threat of the zombies across in the first season to me. Like they and I think it was a budget thing because they use like actual makeup and like prosthetics and all that. Man, that and shit they said crazy. They said in the second season there's gonna be more. And it's not like I needed a ton of zombies running around, but I felt like the threat of them like was not that present. To it me was just that one episode game. where that shit. We're so, so spoilers. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah. The Last of Us and season the one, the museum, but also yeah. the episode where that cart, the the truck fell in the ground, and then they all came up. Oh, that, yeah, 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 yeah. That was like I was like, okay, this is what people were talking about then, because like, what the fuck do you even yeah. do? Like, but also, that was also CGI, so. They introduced a concept that wasn't in the game that I was like really hyped for because I thought it was like terrifying, but they didn't really do anything with it this season. They did a little bit, but I want next season. Like the whole thing, like where they have like the vines on the ground and like if you step on it, it like alerts. It's like a hive mind thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not in the video game. But I was like, yo, that'd be crazy. Like, and like that part is what led to the thing you're talking about. Like, didn't they get alerted or something like that through um No, that was they got alerted. Yeah, that oh, was yeah, that yeah, was that like was episode two yeah, yeah, yeah. or three. Yeah, I just want them to do more with that because that's terrifying. Because you gotta like be like looking where you're walking and stuff like that. I feel like that's horrifying. Um, I love I love that. Sh- I thought the show was perfect, and that's because they did focus on the humans more. I I prefer that they focus more on the humans. 
Like the yeah, human- I think the video games like that too, where it's very like relationship based. But I feel like the there's still a major threat of but le- like. But you're learning the humans are the biggest threat. Yeah, by the end of the season, Ooh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. was a great Absolutely. show. Did y'all want to talk about the man in the woods or what? Oh shit! I, <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could just like log off for a second. <laughs> Apparently, Justin Timberlake's doing things. Y'all don't know. Y'all know. I don't yeah, know. He's but back they... in his cultural appropriation era, so I'm excited about that. Uh, <laughs> we believe in cultural appropriation. <laughs> hey, but it's true, though. It what producer his... is he working with this time? I think it's Timbaland again. Um, yeah. So he previewed, was it two or three new songs? Well, well, selfish is the song that got previewed on like TikTok and Instagram. But there was two. There was I mean, another one that was like more upbeat. Um, I liked both of them, and yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what else to say except little Bobby is happy on the inside that Justin Timberlake and Usher are dropping in the same year. Um, it's like 2005. It's wild. Two, oh God, wait. Well, I'm just throwing a year. I, not, I think I think he dropped in 06, but like I'm just throwing a random year. Oh, it's like living yeah. back in the early 2000s. Yeah. So. I don't really have too much to say about it. Um, I like the idea of like the show. Like, I wish more artists would do a show like he just did, where it's kind of just like in his hometown little show. Because like I told you, like I like the intimate thing, so it was kind of like in a small theater. Um, I would love to like go to shows like that for other artists. Like I like the the concept of that. I really like. Um, but yeah, I don't know, Michael. How you feeling about it? I love that he did that. I tried to go to the show. Like it was like a t- you went on. T- it was free, so it was not no charge for everybody. It's free for everybody. Oh, um, it was which is like incredible. So uh, you go on Ticketmaster, and everybody gets through, and you just get like a code, and you get an email like a couple days before the event if you get picked, and it's like random. Um, I think because of course it's probably like. A ton of people, yeah. Five hundred percent more people that like actually applied to go to the concert than actually got in. So the, I knew the odds were were slight, but I still tried because it would have been dope, man. I would have made the trip for sure out to Memphis for that like very cozy theater show with JT. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's the night where he uh, premiered Selfish and apparently another track. I didn't know about that. Um, and I'm excited. Man of the Woods didn't really hit for me. I like a couple tracks off of Man in the Woods. I like Montana. I like Higher. Um, I like the one. What was the feature say, he had? Was say, it with Chris Stapleton? Say something with Chris Stapleton. I liked that uh, for a little while. Really, those are my three favorite tracks off the album. Like really, like actual, like rooted in like country, like pop country. But then he did. There were other tracks that he did do with Pharrell and Timbaland that like were trying to do like this, like hip hop country thing that was just weird and missed. Um, so I'm hoping that this era. Is more in like just like his like standard pop bag like twenty twenty experience future sex love sounds selfish Ooh. sounds a lot more like those songs. It does, um, yeah. So I'm really excited about this era, and um, he's like you know he did the whole clear the Instagram thing. He's like he just posted today about selfish coming out on the twenty fifth. Um, he's really rolling everything out like standard like artist rollout. So mm-hmm. this, this is his year. So I'm curious how much. The Britney news coming out affected what's gonna be on the album because the marketing seems to be one of like this self reflection of like uh what, what part of the what part for? of the marketing gave you self reflection? 
Well, the so I think premiering a song called Selfish was definitely strategic. And then also the marketing with the I'm blanking. What's the album called? Uh I forgot. It's a lo- it's a long title. It's cuz there was like a little a little promo clip that was like 15 seconds long. It's like everything was fake in it. So it's like I'm wondering if he's going to do this journey of like, oh, like I was like never really myself. Like I was trying to do all this I, other stuff that wasn't really me. And then now I found out who I actually am. That's where I feel I, like the album's going to go. Everything I thought it was is the album. There you go. <laughs> so I think I think that's where the album's going to go. Uh, and there's going to be an exploration. And the only reason why I'm thinking that is because I, I doubt that it would be completely ignored. I doubt it would be. I'm going to... Um, I'm gonna just go with straight because I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't want to think too much about all the other shit. Just because I feel like he's married. He's got kids, right? Selfish mm-hmm. could very much just kind of touch on. He got caught. He got caught at that bar. That one. Yeah. He hasn't. Made, he hasn't made music since. It could be addressing that, which would make more sense to me because that would be more about the life that he's living. Um, for sure sh- i'm just talking we- about the like, kind of like the perspective of like the song title itself i feel like that's a little strategic to me well then he would be taking out I, I mean I, I would feel weird because then he'd be taking advantage of that which would just feel a little icky maybe yeah i mean i do think because you remember when push T did the whole thing with adonis and i feel like that changed scorpion a lot I'm just wondering. I'm curious as to like if anything has changed. I mean, we'll see in the lyrics. We'll see in the songs. We'll see if anything gets addressed. I'm just kind of curious if he does. My, or not. my opinion is he won't touch it. I don't think he'll you don't touch think so. It. I don't think he'll touch any of it. He knows his public perception is in the shitter right now, with everybody outside of the people who enjoy him. He yeah. knows that that book came out and it was news for months. That's why I'd be surprised if he doesn't address it. Because I think like I don't think he'll address like, it either, but I think he's aware. Not even he, like how can he not be aware? Oh, he's, nah. definitely, he's definitely aware. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know if it'll impact his art though. If he's smart, he won't say anything. Uh, really, you think so? He, he should not say anything. He should not. He should not say anything. Hmm. There's nothing to say. I think I have a different reasoning. Probably he's been married for like ten plus years and got kids that are old as shit. And I just don't. I don't that's think. True. I don't. I. I that's like, true. I don't think that's his story right now to be telling. Yeah, the story's told. Ooh, that's it's true done. Too. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's, it's right. told. It's done. Y'all are right. What I, know, happened, I was just happened. thinking about the Drake situation. Yeah, <laughs> he like he. <laughs> public perception is what it is. His people who who still like him and enjoy his music will enjoy his music. But if he <laughs> but if he's smart, he will not say a word. I don't think he will though. I don't think there's there's no there's no swaying any of that. What happened, I'm, happened. I'm not saying to do it to sway or persuade no, I'm just saying, people. Well, most of the time, I was thinking about respond, most of like just yeah. I was thinking more about just like a level of like expression of it, not necessarily like trying to win back public favor. But I see what better, y'all are saying though. He better keep it in the group chat, whatever he feels. <laughs> <laughs> I see what y'all are saying. The music just better be good. Like if the music is good, it's gonna do well. And if the music is not good, it's not gonna do well. That's my opinion on it. And if yeah. it's not good, then everyone's gonna drag him again. Man, <laughs> Man of the Woods didn't do great, and that's because the music wasn't great. And Say Something did pretty good, but that's because that song was great. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> she'll, 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 she'll be over there. Yeah. <laughs> y'all, y'all enjoy that new JT. Uh, 
Are we expecting an in sync feature? Nah, I don't. I don't. You don't think so? I expect that. I'm expecting one. Huh? I expect that to be like a side. Like if it happens, that'll be completely separate, in my opinion. I mean, it already did on the Trolls movie, but I don't know. I, I, there's like rumors of them like going on tour together and stuff, and I don't know. So, like they were even in the audience at the Memphis show. I think it'd be so, like the way that it was the Trolls soundtrack. Like that's separate from this album rollout. He's doing a tour would be separate. I just I think yeah. I I think he probably feels like he doesn't have a ton more opportunities to have like more eras, and he's trying yeah. to just have like another era, you know? Because yeah, it's especially especially him who takes a long time between eras. Um, yeah. If he's gonna keep taking like six years between eras, then. You only get so many shots, so I feel like this is going to be all That's about true. Him. That's true. Well, if you're looking forward to that, I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> no, sincerely, like you know. Yeah. <laughs> Dis- disclaimer. Sincerely, um, but yeah, that's the that's the episode for today, guys. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for watching let us know in the comments if you're looking forward to any of the things that we talked about today uh, follow us everywhere at Takeaway My Mic and we'll see you next time bye bye, bye.